left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Mm. Hooey, good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy Monday, April 4th. How about that? April showers bringing May flowers. We are coming to you live from the DraftKings studio here in Manhattan. Myself, King BBD. A huge, huge week. MLB opening day, Thursday. We're going to be streaming. It's going to be a good time. Your favorite baseball team will be playing games this weekend. So nuts how the mental warfare cycle of baseball has gone that we were prepared to like not have a baseball season. I I was very mentally prepared to have a 60 game baseball season again. Like I thought that was going to be the owners and the players like stopping point. Here we are. We're getting 162, basically delayed the season a week. Um, I think we are starting to get some spring training injuries. Lance Lynn was announced the other day. Um, Mike Clevenger for San Diego, he's going to be delayed. I don't know. I mean, that stuff kind of happens either way. It's tough to pinpoint whether it's rushing or not rushing. And, by the way, baseball stayed hot in the streets. We had the big uh, the Padres-Oakland-Sean Mania trade. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um the was there another other. trade? I mean, there was the Mets rumored There's trade the that never happened. Trade. There's the Pollock Kimbrel swap. Oh yeah, that's kind that's of like cool. a big like that's like a big part of the talking baseball coming up after this ad. Talking baseball after this, myself, Jimmy. We'll see if Trev's around. Trev's a little under the weather. We'll see what's going on there. Send if you tweet at him today. Send him some well Be nice. wishes. Um, I was told no. Little stomach, little tummy bug. Um, if you're a tech person. And you're watching uh, on the YouTube. We've got the chat going off right now. Lions, Tom Ace, Jaded Genius, Travis Miller, Blake, Bryce. Um, you might notice our setup is evolving. We had like our big studio flip this weekend. Uh, we still need to adjust some camera color settings and stuff. I feel like I don't look as tan as I did uh, the last couple previous episodes. Hopefully that will be coming up as the summer comes along. Jaded Genius in the chat. DeGrom sad face. Yeah. That came out. Like, that was full-blown. Uh, so, and it was a good sports weekend. I mean, the UNC-Duke game, we're going to talk about that, obviously. Mm. Uh, college basketball game of the century. Uh, UConn loses to South Carolina and the referees. Brutal. Um, they kind of got dominated. South Carolina was awesome. <laughs> it sucked. Um, yeah, I see some facial hair, Fao in the chat. I do have my kind of full beard goatee back, so that's huge. Um, and it's Masters Week, which, you know, I'm sure we have a few golf fans in here. You know, a lot of baseball people. Masters, give it a shot. I, I tell people, I think every year, or every major golf event, you know, I think golf hits a lot of different people at a, at a certain point in life. If on Sunday, 
you know, maybe your team, maybe your baseball team has already played. Maybe your baseball team's playing later. Yankees are the night game. Sunday, Sunday night baseball. Yankees sucks. Is that gonna? Is, is that K Rod? That the first one? I think that's K Rod. They know it was originally supposed to. I don't know. I didn't think it would change, but that's K Rod. That's uh, talking the Yanks after the episode. <laughs> Um, so a huge week. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if John Boy Media ends up in some some routine slash normalcy as baseball season is here. Um, let's let's check some baseball boxes quick because, like you said, BBD, um, we're doing talking baseball after this. A lot of those are talking baseball discussions. Um, let's go east to west. We are the very best. We're gonna beat beat them. Uh, let's do some Mets stuff quick. Buck Showalter, his wife, they just got a new dog, a Basset Hound. His wife's reasoning: she loves dogs. So confirmed. That is so fair. It's big. Um, Good reason. Degrom is not throwing for at least a month. I think that was the last update. A month slash four weeks. It's like a what full is it? Shutdown. Clavicle. Let me double check. It was like clavicle, but also muscle. Weird stuff. Uh, Mets fan nightmare. After we did our Mets TPP and we talked about the position group, their season hinges so much on Scherzer DeGrom. Stress giving. reaction on his right scapula. So that's, that's oh, the right there. scapula. That's the other side. Yeah. Stress reaction? Yeah. What do, what do those words mean? I'm guessing it's like... The full shutdown is so nothing gets like actually torn or whatever, but it's like it's stressed right now. Sort of like the like the forearms, the precursor to Tommy John's yeah. stuff. Yeah. An absolute nightmare for Mets fans. Um We'll see what happens. You know, hey, maybe we get the update in a month, it's clean and he needs two weeks to ramp up, three weeks to ramp up. I mean, you're looking at you know, the baseball season's getting a delayed start this year. Ah, by a week. If Mets fans, I think if Mets fans could say you have a healthy Jacob deGrom for June 1, I think they'd make that handshake easily. Look, June 1 on, you're promised him. And that's uh, that's got to be scary. That's got to be scary. So, um, Bryce Newton in the chat. Jake, I'm a rehab science major, and I have no idea. So... I mean, the injuries are getting metsy at this point. It's weird. What's Scherzer's thing? Scherzer's still getting the like pill a, opening day. He had a hammy tweak. Yeah, I thought it was... Did they officially say he's good to go? I thought they did. Scherzer... I, I just had, I hadn't seen anything since Saturday. Mets opening day starter hinges on a bullpen session on Tuesday. So, my goodness. Mets fans, hold on to your butts. God, what a what an awful start to the season it would be if Scherzer and DeGrom are out for opening day. Uh, so we will see. Mets-Yankees did a reliever trade. Tune in to Talking Yanks or Shea Station if you want real updates on that. A lefty for a righty, boom. You got it. Mets were rumored to be trading with San Diego. Supposed to be a a blockbuster of sorts. A lot of names. A lot of credit to Jolly Olive, our resident Mets guy. It kind of wasn't passing the sniff test. 
uh, because Hosmer was involved, and Hosmer's been this kind of one of the tougher contracts in baseball for the past few years. And it was going to be Hosmer and Chris Paddock, those were the initial rumors, for Dom Smith. And Emilio Pagan. And Emilio Pagan coming over from the Padres, a, a talented he's be like, He's supposed to be like the sweetener. Um, it just didn't really, really make sense because the Mets have been pretty invested in Dom Smith. Like, he's regarded as a really good young hitter if he ever gets that, like, 150-game season, mixing in DH first base, some corner outfield. He doesn't really have a position. That's what hurt him. It, w- it just seemed really weird. Like It, it wouldn't have fixed their log jam at those spots. No, and, like, you're getting Eric Hosmer a defensive first base baseman which okay is he starting because then now you're again you're taking you're still benching someone that's probably a better hitter um and yeah just the the rumors around the Hosmer trade forever have been like it's going to be like a real salary dump and to give up Dom Smith a potential asset it kind of never passed the sniff test so um you know the beat Uh, writers San Diego's gonna like pay all of it, but right, like, which no, if they were gonna do that, they would have already done it already. Yeah. Like, I, I, it feels like they would have. So, um, they just keep them because they like them, like as a person. That ends up falling through, kind of fully. And the San Diego Padres, who a rotation I already liked, uh, they add Sean Manaya. They get Sean Manaya from the A's um, for the twelfth and twenty sixth prospect. Like, not kind of guys. Uh, Sean Manaya last year of his deal. And that's kind of where baseball's been at. I mean, baseball's getting closer outside of the Scherzer trade, Turner trade last year, because those are two of the best players at their position in baseball. It's becoming very NFL draft. Remember when we pick? And it's just like, what? Like, fourth round pick? You're not guaranteed to, like, play it down. And we're trading Randy Moss. Um, MLB's getting that way. Like, Sean Manaya. And it does get tricky because it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what the Oakland A's GM thinks. The Padres' 12th prospect, they could view as the Padres' number three prospect. In their system. And the Yankees' number three prospect, they could view as the 40th prospect in their system. So, beauty is the eye, is in the eye of the beer holder. Um, (laughs) And the Padres, man, I'm... The NL West is beautiful, is beautiful and brutal. We just did those team profiling projections yesterday. Those come out Tuesday, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So those will come out. The Padres have pitching. Um, it's how much will they hit? When does Tatis get back? They also still have some top prospects. What happens there? Um, and more importantly for probably around the league is that, you know, one of one of the pitchers you could get is now gone. Uh, you wonder what kind of push the Twins made, the Yankees, any team that needs starting pitching. Um, although I will say this, Sean Mania analytically, baseball savant stuff, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. The fastball, velo, and spin is like nothing. Like nothing. It doesn't He's matter. Like, it, it's a fascinating... It's a weird one. Like I mean, stuff versus output. There's a lot of baseball balance. numbers out there now, and there's some that do defend Manaya. Uh, he's not your traditional, traditional flame throwing, wipeout slider, nasty fastball. He uh, he kind of pitches. He's a lefty. He's almost yeah. like an old school lefty. Um, but he's a guy that can get on like extended runs of like really nice numbers. 
And that's where I... He's a weird one. I'm, like I'm drinking some of the Padres Kool-Aid because, I mean, you know, Shamanaya in a given year can be a good three-starter, and he might be there four five. Clevenger's banged up. We'll see how he comes back and looks. Um, Padres are going to be able to pitch every day. It's just where what are the San Francisco Giants this year and the Dodgers are disgusting. Um what other baseball news is there? Uh, Julio Rodriguez has just announced the super prospect. He is getting the call on opening day for the Seattle Mariners. Also, Matt Brash, who's going to be their five-starter, not as sexy, but another rookie who's going to be on the opening day squad. Uh, Mariners are going, and their roster is nice, man. Uh, they're outfield right now. We were talking beforehand. Julio Rodriguez, Kelnick, I mean, talk about young potential it's just how much do those guys have this year 21 and 22 um i mean dude remember kelnick used to get these trout comparisons which was always kind of bizarre it's mean because he's lefty and don't do that um julio rodriguez has like ronald Acuna jr comparisons which uh we're gonna find out soon uh those two guys are slotted in the outfield they're, Go look at the Mariners. They're like all-time prospects. Stuff, Go look so. at the Mariners roster, man. It's a that's a squad. That's a squad. It's a, there's some fun baseball teams out west. Stay up late this year. Um, good for the Mariners. What uh what other baseball stuff is there? BBD. Any any other big prospects get fully announced yet? Um no, I mean I just saw a thing about Rob Raff Snyder's not making the Red Sox. Uh, so we're gonna get some of those updates. God, I think in the next forty eight here. Um, Lance Lynn hurt. Yeah. Verlander and spring training healthy. That storyline is getting overlooked so far this year. Hmm. Uh, circling back on Kellen, like the numbers from his rookie year, not impressive, but he did find something those last four weeks. Yeah, the splits were crazy. Um, cause he, he was like as bad as you could be. Oh, the other one we need to mention on here is Kimbrel AJ Pollock. Uh, the Dodgers and White Sox, two. World Series favorites this year, and they share a spring training facility. We were there. Um, it's really cool. Craig Kimbrell for AJ Pollock, straight up. A uh, couple guys that I think make similar amounts of money. AJ Pollock has been a bonus piece, like disgusting when he's healthy outfielder for them. His power numbers last year were crazy. Um, and again, he he kind of became a bonus piece for the stacked Dodgers lineup. Look at his numbers from last year. 117 games, 297, Jeez. 355, 892. 55 games last year in 881 OPS. Like the last, his last 172 games, my guy has been like otherworldly. Um, he goes to sh- the White Sox, who you think of the White Sox, you think of a good lineup. The bottom three of their lineup was a little thin, and they had another outfield spot. AJ Pollock will slot in there. I I love the trade both ways. Uh, it depends what C- Craig Kimbrell has in the tank, obviously. Um, last year, his last couple years, man. I mean, last year, 2-2-6 ERA, 100 strikeouts in 59.2 innings. Dirty Craig was almost striking out two guys an inning last year. He had 24 saves. Uh, the Dodgers lost Kenley Jansen, which I know... He gave Dodger fans a lot of scares, but he also closed a lot of damn games for them. The results were there. Um, so, I guess what it is, is the White Sox had a position of strength in their bullpen. Yep. Dodgers had a position of strength in their lineup. The old switcheroo, 
both dealt from their depth. And man, it just, I think it feels a lot different both ways. The Dodgers, Kimbrell, Trinan. Trinan can close games. Bruce Dargratterall. He has never gotten the tilt, but he's a guy that everyone around Dodgers camp confidently calls Bazooka. That's how he pitches. Easy um, hunch. Daniel Hudson, sneaky, former World Series hero. Like, yeah. that pen just got sneaky stronger. The Dodgers lineup is gross. They uh, have, and they have a bunch of guys that are, maybe for this season, they're coin flips, but they have enough of them coming back at, at certain points. It's like, all right. Oh, yeah. Enough of those will click, too, when new guys get hurt, because that's how baseball works. And They're good. Um, and then, yeah, I'll tell you, go look at the White Sox lineup. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, we're pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Jose Abreu, Juan Moncada, Eloy Jimenez, Yasmani Grandal, AJ Pollock, and then those last two spots are now Gavin Sheets and Josh Harrison. Um, I really like Andrew Vaughn. I could see him taking at bats from Sheets, maybe a little platoon situation for a little bit. Um, and their bullpen is still, still gross. So like, both teams kind of went from their strength. Uh, to help their weakness. Sports. Sports. Great phrasing. Um, I think that's all the MLB. I, I want to keep it moving. We uh, College basketball deserves full run. Literally, I, I think the biggest college basketball game of all time. Like a, a short list. Like, it feels like... Whenever you say something like that, it feels like recency bias. And whenever it's not a national title game, that's tough. But maybe the most anticipated college basketball game of all time? A week to think about it? Especially if you account for... If you take out championship games, I think, like, for sure. Yeah. If if you want to just not not entertain it if it's not a championship. And, uh, you know, I... it is hokey, and broadcasters say it probably too much, but I think for them it's a genuine fear factor that the game won't live up to the hype at all. The game lived up to the hype. Uh, Duke goes up three at the half. Uh, the nice finish from uh, Roach, the point guard, one of his only two buckets on the game. Pretty nuts, man. Um. I love Armando Baycott. Uh, if you watch the game, you know why. 21 rebounds. Like, double-doubles, very impressive. You know, you see a guy get 20 and 10. Paolo Bencaro. Yeah, that's a super impressive game. We're a little nulled by it. Like, when we think of good big men, we're like, yeah, you know, they could, you grab 10 rebounds on a given night. Watch Armando Baycott play, and he'll play in the championship tonight on a banged-up ankle. Let's see what that looks like. 21 rebounds. Like, it was, for a little while, it just got nutty. A shot would go up. If it went in, good. If it didn't, he was going to grab it. 13 defensive rebounds. Eight offensive rebounds. Either one of those is an amazing game. Never mind both. His defense was impactful. I really like him. Brady Manick, one of the streakiest players in NCAA history. I had my Oklahoma buddies texting me um, that, yeah, like they're so numb to it. Like he can look like the worst player on the court. 
for four minutes, and then he can look like the best player on the court. And we saw that. Some of the shots he made, ridiculous. He was guarding Bancaro, uh, who is one of the craziest physical specimens I've seen at the college level. Bancaro goes for 20 and 10. Um, unfortunately for Duke, I think the story is who didn't show up. Uh, Roach, the speedy little point guard, I... When that guy's right, it's a fun watch. It kind of wasn't. Um, eight points. He ends up eight points, five, six, five assists, six rebounds, two of 11 shooting, though. That just that just kills you. Um, their center, Mark Williams, that it was like, oh, him and Baycott. Williams is a seven-foot center. He gets in foul trouble early. He's out of the game. They put in Theo John, who I say this in the most, in the nicest way I can. I'm a UConn Huskies fan. I always kind of hate Duke just a little bit, just a little bit in my heart. Theo John, their backup center, he brings that out of me in the biggest way. It's like nothing even against him. Just how, just what happens, just an emotion. He came on, he looked great. And then he got in foul trouble. He got two, and they were like, well, are they going to bench him now? Coach K left him out there because if he gets his third, that's less impactful for Williams. He gets his third. Coach K leaves him. He got his fourth. Four fouls in the first half for Theo John. I did, unfortunately, have a sad little smile creep on my face. Uh, Keels had a huge game. Had a huge game for Duke off the bench. 29 minutes, 19 points. He's a huge reason they stayed in this game. Bancaro, when he turns it on, there's nothing you can do. Sometimes it feels like it didn't turn on. You can't point the finger at him, though, because A.J. Griffin, a guy that's supposed to be a top, like, seven pick, one for seven, six points? Like, one of the biggest college games ever. That's brutal. Um, I had a good line, one-liner in one of my chats. Um, A.J. Griffin looked like a guy... A.J. Griffin looked like I took over his body and was, like, learning how to use it. Like, he just didn't look comfortable. It was weird. Like, every time he got the ball, he kind of did the same thing. He'd do, like, a between-the-legs dribble and be like, this is okay. This is cool. And then he'd, like, just get rid of it. He's like, I got nothing. It was really weird. Uh, Moore Jr., kind of their utility knife. He had a couple moments, but his stat line at the end of the day doesn't look too impressive. Um, and then on the other side, I mentioned Baycott, I mentioned Manic, Caleb Luff, uh, the sophomore guard, uh, I think he had some shooting struggles this year, he ends up letting it rip three for ten from three, not, not great, um, actually his, his three-point numbers on the year, last year he struggled from three a little more, uh, but he was getting to the ten, his finishing, um, there was a couple guys on Duke that were taking ugly layups. My guy Roach, my little guy point guard, was taking ugly layups. Caleb Love put on an absolute cl- clinic. He played all 40 minutes, 11 of 20 from the field, 28 points. Um, just an awesome performance. I've told you guys this before. Carolina, like, stopped using their bench. Uh, they only had one one guy on their bench played nine minutes. They had another guy play three one guy came in for odd minute. Uh, they have their five, and they are running it. Um, and, man, I mean, what just an absolutely electric end to the game. Carolina got the juice. There was a chance they could have gotten knocked out to start the second half. Baycott picked up a foul. 
Uh, Duke got a couple buckets and went on a run. They just keep surviving it. Um, and looking at the box score after, you know, Duke 60% from the free throw line, couple more there. What's the game look like? Five of 22 from three. Like one or two of those drop, and uh, I think we're telling a totally different story. Coach K's last game, I think it's in the books. Um, although, I tell you what, if DraftKings threw out a little, will Coach K ever coach a NCAA basketball game again? I'd put a little cheddar on there. Like, if Duke ever needs an interim coach for a game, like, I think Coach K is going to be around. And I think he's all, I think he's about that life. You know, the comparison I always, always use, and this is apples and oranges, but Barry Alvarez, the Wisconsin football head coach, uh, he used to jump back in. And uh, whenever Wisconsin, like, if a coach left or got fired, he would, like, coach the bowl game, and he just loved it. Um, oh, my God, coach ball game in the chat. Bang, biscuit. Um, how about that? Uh, so, for anyone that watched, like, that's one you remember. That's an all-timer. I was moving this weekend. Um, I should give a lot of credit to Jess. Jess did a lot of the work. I was around, involved. Um, it was like a throughout the week move, right? Like Throughout the week, it's, you know, kind of the pinnacle the this weekend, work. but a lot going on. Um, you know, supposed to, we're supposed to meet up with buddy Jack, watch the game. Jess was kind of like, it ain't happening. It didn't happen. I apologize to Jack. Um, it's an all time game. And yeah, I mean, you know, coach K obviously he, he gets some hate from people. Um, and it's a greatness hate. Like, you know, I, I know a lot of the, a lot of the barstool guys were really laying into it. Kind of further than I'd like, but, you know, they're running with a joke, whatever. Um, I hate seeing Roy Williams in the stand. People are going to think this is a hot take. Not because of anything related to anything. When I started watching sports, college basketball, you know, I would... If I watched a UCLA game, John Wooden would be in the crowd. If I watched a Carolina game, Dean Smith would be in the crowd. Uh, Roly Massimino for Villanova. The St. John's coach that had big old ears. Whenever I used to watch those games and they'd show those guys, I'd be like, those guys are so old. Now Roy Williams is there. And I watched like a lot of Roy Williams. And now he's the old guy in the stand. So it's mostly just a me getting old thing. Um... And by the way, I know it's been talked about, a, it's definitely being talked about a lot, but just not the places I watch anymore. Roy Williams, Kansas, North Carolina. Pretty good weekend for him. It's a win-win. I mean, he's going to wear the Carolina stuff because that's Roy Williams, Carolina. Kansas wins. He still comes out great. He still comes out great. Uh... Kansas dominated Villanova. Villanova was short a player, got hurt last game. That really hurt them. Uh, the big man on Kansas, my goodness. Um, he put on a show, McCormick. He put on a show the game before against St. Peter's. Kind of expected that against St. Peter's. He did it against Villanova too. He is rolling. He's a guy that if he does another one, 
I, you know, I know he's a senior, but draft stock is flying for him. He was 10 for 12, 25 points, 9 rebounds. Um, Agbaji came out and was 6 for 6 for 3. That guy's got a chance to be a lottery pick, um, or maybe just outside. Uh, and then Brown, his last name looks like Braun, but I believe it's pronounced Brown. Uh, zero points in the first half. He has 10 points in the second, including what was essentially the dagger three. Uh, a ridiculous shot goes in. Uh, sorry, V for Villanova, V for victory. I mean, they got a couple performances. Gillespie, who's been a stud for them forever, he's five of eight from three. Slater, guy that, you know, is kind of a pivot point for them usually. He's four of seven for three. Um... Didn't end up mattering because everyone on Kansas shot the lights out of the ball. Um, And they are going to the championship game. So the conversation in college basketball land is, is Carolina going to be burnt out? Um, There's obviously a massive chance of it. I mean, again, I said, you know, the most anticipated college game of all time. Carolina just played in that. And they're coming out on the other side. And they don't have a ton of depth. And Baycott rolled his ankle. Um, There's a lot of things going that direction. And I did hear Bill Self. Because I was wondering, I was like, Bill Self? I don't know. Like, I don't watch a lot of Bill Self press conferences. I just have an image of him being tall and kind of angry. I don't know. Like, do his players love him? Like, I feel like I've never seen an interview where a player's like, oh, man, I love Bill Self. Like, you hear that about Coach K, like, Roy Williams, like, Jay Wright. Like, kind of any of the big college coaches, you'll hear them like, that's my guy. Just never seen that with Bill Self. He had a good handshake with a player after the game, so I'm assuming he has that. Um, And most importantly, he dropped a great coaching line because of all the attention on Duke UNC. He's like, I think he said something along the lines of, we're the, we are the one... The one seed that's gotten the least attention ever. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're a coach motivating your team, huh? That's how it works. Um, So, that game's tonight. A little late. I think it's like a 9.30 tip. 9.20. Come on, West Coast. Get with it, man. UNC, 8 seed UNC. It's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. I know they're blue blood UNC, but um, that'll be a fun. It'll be a fun watch. Um, I do need to talk about the the my Huskies a little bit uh, as we get get our guy Robin here. We'll talk a little Masters, and we set up a little DraftKings Master Pool. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I'll tell him one ahead in in a minute. I'm in. Uh, UConn Huskies. I'll say this. I haven't been able to watch a lot of the women Huskies play this year. They go to the finals. Gino Oriema, 11-0 and in national championship games. That's pretty badass. Coming into this one against South Carolina. They were... The Huskies were straight out, out outgunned. My God. South Carolina was stacked. They were grabbing offensive, like every offensive rebound in the first quarter. It was insane. UConn stayed in it for a while. UConn stayed in it for a while, and it was, uh, 
it was good to see they fought and you were wondering if it was one of those things like, hey, if a team hangs around long enough, that's the kind of stuff that gets you excited. And, you know, if one thing happens, things start breaking. UConn went on like another 7-0 run that brought them within seven points. And you're like, is this it? Is this it? It's not. Uh, Dawn Staley has South Carolina as a factory. Um, and the game was great. Like, I, you know, I know there's people out there that, you know, I don't, I don't watch that or not into it. At that level, I'm telling you, it's fantastic. UConn college basketball gets some of the biggest emotions in the world out of me still. Um, I was surprised at how emotional I was being. I was wondering, because we were still doing some, uh, some moving apartment stuff. So I was like, is there part of me that's like, hey, I, uh, maybe I'm just ducking moving stuff? Because that seems like a very Jake thing to do. I was locked into that game. I was locked into that game. Um, so, if you watched it, you enjoyed it, congrats to South Carolina people. Eat bugs. UConn will be back. We'll be back. Um, and with that, a lot of baseball, a lot of college basketball. We get the finale tonight. The other massive thing in sports this week is a tradition unlike any other, the Masters. And we're joined by... Producer extraordinaire Rob Shiraco. You may know him. Rose Rotation, Baseball Today, um, Rivalry Draft. Rivalry Draft is um, great, yes. Hello, friends. Father, lover. Um, husband, wife. And we, we wanted to do some master female. stuff. I, uh, I mix in, you know, I, I throw some golf in here. Sometimes a, a bro of the night or the end of the episode because... I really love doing the one-and-done. People have heard me rant and rave about that. Currently leading my one-and-done league. Not a big deal. Hey. Stumbled into three winners, like, so accidentally. And I'm peacocking hard. Didn't make a pick last week. Um, the Masters, again, their tagline literally is a tradition unlike any other, if you don't know. Um, it's worth the watch. Saturday or Sunday, heck, Thursday, Friday, maybe if you're in the office. Wednesday. Wednesday, I mean, the par honestly, three. Wednesday, the par three is coming back for the first time in two years. It's There's family on the course. We're hitting holes in one. If it's, there is any day to go to a golf event, it is the Tuesday, Wednesday days at the Masters, watching them practice and then going to the par three contest. It is the most magical experience, fun, family-oriented, yeah. just an Awesome experience and an awesome time. If you ever get the chance to go down there, oh god! So that, Wait, have you been? I have. I have. Really? Been. I have been. Yes. I didn't know this. I went in 2017. Um, I worked it. I will say that I worked. I was so I was down there for three weeks. Um. Yeah, just soaking it all in. Really? Yeah, it's great. I mean, pimento cheese. Pimento cheese. We were. I was working for CBS Sports at the time. Brag. Uh, and yeah, they would just come. We'd get pimento cheese sandwiches. We get, I mean, the store is unbelievable. Right. I dropped so much money yeah. at the store. And yeah, I mean, it's just what you kind of got to do. The The area around there is a little strange. Um, you know, there's like, there's a Hooters right down the street. Uh, it's Oops. weird. It's a weird kind of dynamic, that little Augusta, uh, you know? Strip. Yeah. Nice little airport. Okay. 
And yeah. In Augusta? In Augusta. You flew into Augusta. Yes. Because people normally fly into Atlanta, no? Atlanta, Isn't it like an hour and two, a half, two? Two hour okay. drive, I think. Yeah, something like that. So, but yeah, uh, it's magical. Get down there, people. Ev- everyone, everyone I've heard talk about it, they don't say like, oh, it's a great event. You got to go like, maybe the comparison is the Super Bowl. Like people that go to the Super Bowl are like, yeah, Super Bowl's cool. Halftime show is cool. The Masters, they talk about it another level. Like they almost, they do that like, they verbally grab you by the front of your t-shirt and they're like, you, if you can go, go. It's special. It's a special It really place. is. It really is. And I mean, the people down there, you meet the cops down there and it's just the whole town is just engulfed in Augusta National. I mean, the TV, they're just expanding the place too. Right. Like the TV broadcast section, they're building a, an off location and it's just like... The TV people aren't going to be seen nor heard. Yeah. But it's it's very cool. Um, yeah. Don't want to brag too much, but went to the Super Bowl too. Whoa. Oh. Robbie Sports. Yeah, you know. I had a cool <laughs> job before this one. Yeah, you know. Now you're yeah. stuck in this shithole. Yeah, seriously. I had um, a really cool job that I loved. <laughs> <laughs> so what we wanted to do, so Robbie bought me, is like, we should do a Masters Bowl. Or he has a master's pool, actually. Have a master's um, pool. We we had a... Vi- I was reliving it. We had the briefest of conversations Friday during a uh, the editor Summit Friday. Yes. People will talk about that. Um, and then, I in my head, I had thought of something different. Because the traditional thing is normally you pick five or six golfers and you get your top four or five and then you do the scores. Right. Um, which I thought would be fun to do uh, with the Bakers. We looked around. We found something a little better and some a little easier to do. Um, and it is with our friends, DraftKings. Um, BBD, I sent you the link. I know you're not the biggest golf guy. Oh, I sent in. I, I made a. You I made, made your my picks. Bets. They're okay. in. Submitted. So, so we'll see. I think we'll go through it. Maybe we all won't reveal all our picks till okay. till till later. Um, but there's a link in the description. Did you put it in there, BBD? Yeah, I believe it's the first line of our description there. Okay, so it's at DraftKings. It's a free-to-play thing, like literally no money. I'm not doing that to you guys. And whoever finishes in first place, I think we're – I'm a first-place guy. Uh, we'll give you $100 to the Jam store. Love that. 200 100 Ah, We'll see how the results come out. If you earn a reward, you'll get one. Um. And it's at DraftKings. By the way, it's also opening day of baseball this week. You might have heard me mention that. Uh, and they are an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Huh. How about that? Who would have thunk it? How about that? Uh, and if you want, you can bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $200 in free bets. Um, and if the sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can do their pools, kind of the original DraftKings, the OG, their daily fantasy. They've got baseball. We're about to do a golf one with you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Bet $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code JOMBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Damn. Um, and, yeah, go uh, go check out the disclaimer in the bio, all that stuff. Um, so... I have my winner picked out. I don't think I'm... I'm nervous to reveal. Wow. Because, again, I'm just leading my one-and-done league. So, right. um, I guess, Robbie, you're golf guy. Yeah. 
we've talked we've talked a lot of golf and hopefully future golf content coming at yep. um, working on it we're working on it which is fun so i guess uh, i'll let you go a little bit with this masters coming up or do you have like a formula are, are you you know, do you like checking out the past three tournaments? Do you like, is there a feel? Do you like a good storyline? I I am very big on feel, very big on storylines. I am, I'll just fill you in on one thing. Terrible gambler. Sure. Awful gambler. Love gambling. Terrible at it. Sure. You know, because it's a lot of heart. Not really using the brain that much. Mm. Um, you know, I... I think it's so cool that there are a lot of storylines in this Masters that are coming out now. I mean, you know, you got the Tiger Woods one, which yeah, I was is kind of taking over. Outside of Tiger, I I guess I'd ask what's the favorite. Because people in the chat, I mean, they're already asking about Tiger. But let's get one outside of Tiger that you'd say is your I favorite. think it's uh it's these new guys who are, who've kind of been around the, the PGA Tour a okay. lot lately um, for the past couple of years. Cam Thomas? Cam Smith, you Cam mean? Smith. Cam Smith. He came in third like two years ago, I think it was. Right. But or second. But I'm talking like the the first invites. I love the first invites. Oh, okay. Like remember that guy, the kid last year, Zalatoris, Will Zalatoris. Yeah. He put up the fight at the end. Um, you know, you got this year, I think it's like Harry Higgs, who's kind of a fan favorite, big in the yes. Scott Van Pelt world, loves him. I think he calls him like Big Rig something. And just seems like the jolliest fun guy. So like he's got a first invite. You got Harry Harold Varner the third HV three. He's got a first invite. So there's a lot of them that are, um, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to and see how they how they play this course, mm. you know, and how how they manage it. I mean, dude, it's the Masters, it's, right? It literally is unlike any others. And event. I, I I guess I've depicted this to people. If if you're not a golf fan or you haven't really dipped the toe, um. You know, there's part of me that gets it. Like, uh, you know, it moves at a different pace, uh, and you have to appreciate it a little differently. But I'll tell you what. You watch a final day of any golf event, never mind the Masters. Like, if there's... It is almost like clockwork. If there is someone at top of the leaderboard who hasn't, like, won a tournament or won a big tournament, and it is a big tournament you can almost pencil them in that they're going to have a rough day. It's just, it's the, I think mentally it's the most brutal sport. Obviously, baseball has a good argument yeah. as well. Um, so, and Augusta's just beautiful. Even throw it on the background if you're doing like a Sunday cleaning. Like There's you're nothing like, better. Even if you're taking naps, you take oh. a nap at 12.30, 1 oh. o'clock, you wake up at... Two thirty three. They're on this. They're on. They're you know making the turn. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. And that's uh. So I'll say, and I've told people the one and done league that I do with some of my buddies that's wrote me in. It's a very casual way to kind of find a guy and like them, or find a guy and dislike them. If you randomly pick someone and they do great for you, you love them. You're like, oh my god, Matsuyama. He won that tournament. I love him forever. Uh, Troy Merritt. I think I've referenced him here before. Had a shit tournament for me one time. I pretend to hate him. Uh, maybe he will redeem himself one day for me. Um, but, so, BBD put the link in the chat. Um, again, it's a it's a DraftKings free pick and pool. And the way they have it laid out, it's super easy. Because the first question is, which of the listed golfers will have the best finishing position? And you just got to pick one of the four. So, the first one here is John Rahm, who is a consensus favorite. Scotty Scheffler. Justin Thomas, 
and Cam Smith. Um, I picked Cam Smith to win. Uh, what did he win? The players? He won the, the players. Yeah, he yeah, won yeah. the players. Yeah. That was one of my Peacock winning picks. Um, I guess, Robbie, out of that first group, who do you like? I've, I mean, listen, John Rahm the favorite. is a player, too. Mm. He comes He's to play, freak. yeah, at these tournaments, and it's weird because, like, you look at the guy, and it's kind of, he kind of looks a little bit, he's kind of got your body a little bit. He's got my body, but, like, juiced up. Juiced, like, 6'2". Yeah. yeah. But then you Maybe watch taller. his swing, and you're like, how does he hit the yeah. ball so far? Because he only brings it, like, 60%. 6'2". You know, 6'2". Damn. 6'2", 220. That's mm. big. Because then you look at guys like McElroy, who are like 5'7". And he cranks it. Cranks it. Cranks it. Go- yeah. Golf, I guess, that's another golf-baseball comparison. You can be built a lot of different ways, and you got a chance to compete. I So, out of those four, I know Scotty Scheffler's been on a little bit of a tear. I, th- winning three or four tournaments is pretty unheard of in this day and age in the golf world. Easy golf. But I think I'm going. I think I'm. I'm going John Rom on that one. Okay. I like that one. BBD, you got any golf leans, or are you just kind of flying from the hip over there? I like Scotty Scheffler's name the best. Okay. Okay. Little alliteration. Yeah. Playing well. well. I get that. To go by John Rom's good name. John Rom's good. To go by Scotty is a. You got to believe in what you're doing. Like Scott. I don't know. It's a weird name. Would you ever name your kid Scott? No. I feel like there's there's probably not a lot of kids Scots right now. It's one of those. You think Scott's on the way out? Kind of like. I haven't run into a kid named Scott. I feel like I grew up with a lot of Scots. I did too. Not Mm -hmm. a lot, but like probably two. But are are any of them kids right now? No. Because you grew up with them. So Scott's out. Well, I've got a name guy. It's weird because it's like it's not. I'm I'm really curious. Old person name, really. It's not an old person like name, a, yet, like a Walter like or something. But like I don't think there's a lot of there's a lot of kid Davids right now. I feel like I haven't run into any. I could see there being a I lot mean, of there, Davids. I think it's it, that's one of the names that sticks there around. There definitely but, is. I mean, David's an all time name. But yeah, it's, it's, it's the biblical not names. Like but, sexy names are trendy now. Yeah, like just in general, like the tr- like most Alice, traditional names yeah. are like tree, tree, tree is a big Couple one. Trees. River. I used, to, I, I used to like work with first graders and I had and I never ran across. You never one. had a Scott. I never had a Scott with first with my first graders. I never had a David with my first graders. Mm. Wow. Um Interesting. So just so just I don't get the sense there's a lot of those wow. going right now. A lot of names. I'd be curious there. what what our name guy would say. Um yeah. And we'll, he'll deep dive. We will have to check in with him. Uh which of so again, there's there's about four of these sections. Which of the list of golfers will have the best finishing position? By the way, a few people just signed up, so thank you. I appreciate it. Love you. Um, I guess, because, I mean, there's a bunch of different groupings here. I mean, the Hovland, Morikawa, Shoffley, Matsuyama one's a lot of fun. That's Yeah, because all four of those guys are young, good-looking, yeah. and fun to watch. Yeah. And, like... Like, I would circle that group. Like, I'd say one of those four definitely finishes top three. It could be any one, though. Like Absolutely. That, that's also kind of the beauty of golf, for, for those of you that may be new to it. Like, guys, have, you have a good tournament and bad tournament pretty easily, and that's why, that's why the Tiger Man is a different person, and it probably deserves to be said. Um, 
Tiger is going to be a game-time decision. That's what he told the people. And that can mean a lot of different things because that can be Tuesday when the pairings come out. That can be Thursday right up to his tee time. He can drag so, it out. Right? Yeah. And if you're Tiger, you might as well. Why um, not? Why not add a little drama to this He's got to play, right? Tiger showed up at Augusta. But that's the whole thing. I mean, they have... It's such a like a, a traditional place right. that like they do so much for the pe- previous winners and they got the the winners dinner and all that stuff. So it's kind of you don't fault them for going there and being like oh, I might play. And it's, it's also the only tournament where you have where you could literally do this. Right. Which right. Is, so he's got to. What made you laugh before BBD? Uh, Feo did a Scott dive for me and mm. he said it's plummeting it's utterly plummeting wow <laughs> damn sorry scots Oof. sorry to all our scots 1970 ranked 12th 2020 563 jesus <laughs> we need our scots brutal up for the scots it'll come back but it might be a little while it, huh? one of those names that, that they'll be back um robbie what if i said Give me like a deep cut. Like, are you that far in? I wouldn't say it's that tough. far in. It's, it's tough to that, get that it's far in. It's brutal to do that with golf. Yeah, I mean, but you have so many good players. Uh, you kind of look at a guy um, like Louis Oosthuizen. Right. Oosthuizen. I love Louis. Louis Oosthuizen. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I picked him. Every time he plays in the Masters, he is right there. At the top. BBD, you would love Ustazen. He's just, he's South African, right? South African. He five nick, six, maybe. Nickname is Shrek. Yeah. He kind of looks he's like got, Shrek. He's got a little gap in his teeth. And he's one of the best golfers in the world. But he doesn't always play the tour because he's like, I'm from South Africa. Like so he just kind of comes over for like the big events, and I don't, and he kind of balls out. I don't think he's ever won a major. Um, I thought Louis got one. No, no, he's always been he's always been right there at the Masters. He fought, um, I believe it was uh, what's his name, big lefty Bubba. I think he fought Bubba, Bubba Watson twenty thirteen, where Louis made that double eagle on like twelve. He's or finished. Whatnot. He's finished second in the Masters, the PGA, and the Everything, U.S. Open. Yeah, Jesus, Louis. Yeah, he's never. Oh, won. I thought he had one. No, he's never won any of the uh, the majors. So, oh, he won. He won the Open at oh, St Andrews. That's right. Okay. Yes. Okay, that makes me feel better. He did win the Open. Yeah, because I called him one of the best golfers in the world. Would have felt bad about that. Uh, no, he's he awesome. Is. He's he's awesome. There. There's, yeah. And there's always, it's this weird American thing, I think, that we, we're like, oh, America, we play the best golf in America. Like, Europe, Europe has their own tour. That's good. They I do, do think the, the talent over here is better, but like, picture if you're like a European person and you want to live in Europe, you do that, and then you come over for the big ones. Like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah. I mean, I know like the Dubai, uh, oh. well, yeah, but there's that Dubai one, and that's in the European tour. And I know a lot of the PGA players play that one. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. But so, I like Louis. I could see a guy like Abraham Answer mm, from Spain. You know, kind yeah. of, kind of be in the mix. Um, Spieth, I always. Saw, 
Always. Spieth or Thomas, like one of those guys, they have, have to a be tournament. in it. Have to be in it. Uh, I saw some stat that was just like Spieth is top 98% of every single round that he's played in the Masters and has only won once. Hmm. And it's some numbers out of like, there. yeah, it's like out of 27 rounds or whatnot and always top two, but. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Um, do you think there will be any hole-in-ones? So I, I kind of wanted to end there because, again, this is – if you're someone that's into golf, you're probably loving this and you're excited, you're ready to go. If you're someone who's not into it, you're, you know, you're a little nervous, tedious. That's where this entry ended up being fun, and I wanted to do this. One of the questions is how many holes-in-ones will there be? There's a zero option, there's a one option, and a two. Um, I'm – I went one. I don't know. I just think, why not? You don't know? I just always. think one. Always one. Right? There's always going to be one on 16. That 16th hole where that the it's a it's a short par three. Yeah. It's probably like one, I think it's like 145. Over the water, kind over of. Over the water. Around. Then that, yeah, and then it just they hit it at that perfect spot on that slope. And the ball just, one of the best watches in sports. Watch that ball roll to the hole. Dude, this is my favorite week in sports. I mean, it's so good. I mean, now, especially with baseball yeah. being the opening week, it's, it's nothing better. How nothing many hole-in-ones you got, peeps? I said zero. Wow. Wow. Damn. I'm going to go two. I'm going to go two or more. I got a feeling. I was going two or more R1. Like, it's got to. Come on. It has to. I mean, Masters. You figure so many guys roll through that 16 fans, hole. like four days. We're hitting holes in one. We're hitting holes in ones. I like it. Or BBD's got it. I like um, it. Guys, go to DraftKings. Uh, again, the link is in the description on the YouTube. It was in the chat a second ago. We'll probably tweet some stuff out. Um, really, it's free and easy. That was kind of my goal to get people to sign up. Go check it out. Uh, you get a couple lucky guesses, we'll we'll hook you up with some swag from the Jam Store. Um, maybe that hoodie. Maybe, maybe. this shirt. Wow. Maybe BBD. just BBD. Maybe BBD. One date with BBD. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, just me. Straight yeah. up is worth his ownership. Bucks. Yeah. Ownership. Yeah. Okay. You just own him now. We'll yeah. work at that. Uh, I want snacks. BBD will show up with snacks. Um, we'll see if that happens. Um, go check it out. Let's um. We're kind of running, we're we're running into our shows. We our tech setup. We'll do. Let's do some quick comments and a quick bro of the night. I don't know if you if you got a bro, Robbie, but if you want to prepare for a minute, um, let's start with the comments. Bakers, you guys have been killing it lately. Uh, we're almost at six k subs. Um, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Uh, last time we were talking about some of the pitching depth in baseball. Uh, we're making the rounds there. Um, and let's see what we've got. Uh, let's see. Brad Urbanowitz, he's bragging about the Blue Jays rotation. Yeah. Like, let's see it. Depends on, I think Manoa's the guy I have circled. Um, if he's the truth, he's the truth. Um, let's see. Oh, we talked to Trevor for a little bit. And another Trevor, Trevor Jones was mad that we didn't play Trevor's tidbits. Um, I understand that. Matthew Nauer said that the Vanderbilt-Tennessee College Baseball Series over the weekend is going to be electric. Guess what? I think it was for the Vols. 
Uh, Paxton Elrod, our new friend at John Boy Media, she is a Vol. Uh, she was bragging because uh, people naturally hate Vanderbilt, and I'm kind of a Vanderbilt guy now, mar- engaged into Vanderbilt. Um, so I hate that. Um, and then what is, wow. So this is what we asked the people for. Travis M., because we ended up talking about Dakota Hudson, the starting pitcher for the Cardinals. Dakota Hudson's career ERA of 314 is the same area code as St. Louis. The 314. So, if that doesn't mean a huge season's coming, I don't know what will. Um, so, thank you guys. Uh, like, comment, share. Get that YouTube algo going. Um, the podcast app everywhere. You guys have been great lately. It's, you know, it's no surprise the closer we get to baseball, uh, our audience gets a little more locked in. You guys are the best. I will do a quick bro of the night. This is an easy one for me. Uh, Nika Mule. If you're not familiar, she is a 5'10 guard on the University of Connecticut. I believe she won Big East Defensive Player of the Year. She is one of the most fun watches you will see on a basketball court. She plays defense like she's a person out of an insane asylum. The arms are going. It's intense. She's from Croatia. It's kind of one of my favorite things about European basketball players is that they grow up in a unique basketball environment that it affects their game. Like, look at Nikola Jokic. He plays the game very differently. Like, his passing and stuff, like, I, I, I genuinely think if he grew up in the United States, they would have, like, coached some of that out of him. Um, she is a badass. Um, again, my, my Huskies lost last night. But uh, watching her in the national title game, just up and down the court, full court, nut job defense, I'm about that life. Um, so I don't, if either one of you is, is interested in a, in a bro or a bra, I got one, please, uh, maybe a couple days old, but I'd like to give him a shout out. Mr. Todd Bowles, Mm. the new head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. I think he always got a bad rap when he was the New Jersey Jets coach or New York Jets coach. Yeah. They play New Jersey. Same, same, same. Um, and I just think. You know, I don't know. It's weird because the whole there's all those reports coming out about Bruce Arians and Tom Brady riffs and this and that, but this guy's just so steady Eddie and just yeah. like yeah, throw me in there, I could do it, and I love him on the sideline because he never gets mad. He's just there, like it's there. Always blows my mind how composed coaches are, right? Like, I don't I don't get that because you always see the assistant coach like a big three point shot is made and they're like let's go. Those assistant coaches become head coaches, and then they turn their pulse off. I don't get it. I don't Could get be it. like a leadership thing, like uh, you know, trying to lead by you try example, to flatline and flat not be too and high or low. Yeah, try and keep everybody in check. We just had uh, Glass now on Rose Rotation plug. Check it out. Um, talk about his guy. You know, I yeah. Mean, right, yeah, Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash, Cash is just, and he's just like the steady no Eddie. Yeah. Nothing. So stay here. Stay there, which is tough to do. Yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Long season. Yeah. Um. Okay. Absolutely. Beautiful. Go Todd Bowles. BBD. Um. Uh, guess sort of a twofer. Um. I'm gonna be two to the Tigers and the Mariners. They're both pl- 
top prospects made the team. Mm. And they're not fucking with them. Torkelson. Torkelson also made it. We, we alluded to J-Rod earlier. That was a pretty um, cool thing. So it's, it's cool. Yeah, Miggy Cabrera giving him his, like, the yeah, glove. Passing that the was baton. That's, passing the that's glove. really cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I would love to... They said it was an emotional scene and, like... Do you think, like, candles were lit and it was, yeah. like, all dark? People were wearing hoods? I, like, I, I genuinely wonder, like, where where did it land? Yeah. Like, would it we laugh that. or would we be, like, in tears? I have no idea. I could see a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, probably, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. taking sports seriously. Torkelson was on the compound recently, so... Yeah. Another plug. There. Um, I do think in Tigerland, was there a... Their other outfield prospect, I think he got hurt and he's yeah, not going to make it. Riley Green, that's Start right. the season. He got banged up, but they'll see him soon. So, yeah, it's so ridiculous in baseball that we have to have conversations about the best young players getting the chance to play. Still think we need to address that more. Um, maybe they will down the line. Hey, we just got a CBA for five years and we don't have to talk about it for four and a half. So, Woo-hoo. I'll take that to the bank. Um Rob Scirocco, stud, hot, Rose Rotation, baseball today, golf, video games, love. Um, Thank you. Coolness. Enjoy the Masters. Seriously, we'll be talking about it a little more on Thursday when we're back here. King BBD, uh, new technology. All the new technology. I forgot to hit record at the start of this, so I'm pretty mad at myself. Okay. Well, we'll get there. We're always learning. Um, Thank you, guys. Watch everything on John Boy Media. Compound. JJR from last week. Talking baseball. Rose rotation. Farm defense. It's opening week of baseball. We're going to have so much baseball stuff. NFL draft coming up. Talking Giants. Yeah. Talking Giants. And get, you want to get your football itch. I think Bobby's coming up for the draft and stuff. They've got a ton of content coming out. I think they have a mock draft coming out. Um, so if you want baseball, we got it. A little bit of football, we got it. A little bit of golf today, we got it. Check everything out. We'll see you back here Thursday. We'll see you in Talking Baseball in a minute. Um, you guys are the best. Thank you. Bake it. Bake me. E for Villanova.